Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. And this is New King, isn't it? It is, yeah, weekend edition. It's daylight. <laughs> we're it recording is, something. Yeah, mental, mental. Yeah, this is not uh, a normal podcast because for various reasons we didn't manage to record through the week. Yeah, we had some system, some technical issues, didn't we? We did. Thanks, Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill. Um, so we would have been recording on Wednesday, but uh, it's now Saturday morning. We've managed to get out of bed before midday on the weekend, which is new for us again. Yep. So we're going to recap all of the week 13, which is unlucky for some mm-hmm. uh, games, King. Yep. And also, we're going to have to address the elephant in the room, is that there was a week 14 game already. Yep. So we'll probably touch on that as well. I think we should, yep. But um, yeah, interesting week 13, wasn't it, King, if we cast our minds back? Yeah, but I have no idea. Yeah, it, seemed, it seemed great at the time. It's lucky I made notes. <laughs> um, I, before we get into each game, mm-hmm. it just feel like it was kind of a statement week for me. The teams were making statements about who they are now. It's take, Usually you get that by about week four. You know yep. who's going to be good and who's not. But this one really kind of cemented, I think, a lot of teams. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there were some big games, some uh, some rivalry games and... Uh, yeah, and, and, and even some squeakers, some of the big teams that have, have got good records, played mm-hmm. against tough opposition, so it was uh, sort of finding out about them. You know, some came through, some looked good but didn't quite come through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting week. So let's go to Thursday night. Not mm-hmm. this Thursday night, but I mean last week, Thursday night. Last week. Uh, which was the Washington Redskins going to the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys won a game for a change. Yeah, that's... 38-14. to 14. Yeah, that killed me, that. On my picks, <laughs> did kill you on your picks. I actually have no idea how I've gone. I can't remember who I picked. <laughs> so we'll find out. So, if we just look at that game, then so it was a pretty good game for Alfred Morris. Mm-hmm. So we talked about the uh, suspension to Zeke Elliott, but we needed Morris to step up, and he did. Twenty-seven carries for one hundred twenty-seven yards and a touchdown. They need to be running that ball to give Dak a chance. For sure, they do. Do you think there was sort of some added? Oomph, based on the fact he's playing against the Washington Redskins, it definitely helps, doesn't it? Playing your so. old team, I think so. But uh, yeah, no, he had a great game. They just they need to stick. They need to stick to the blueprint that's made them successful over the last sort of couple of years, which is rush the ball at least twenty times a game. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, you know, if you're losing, if you're down, keep rushing the ball. Yep. Um, you know, we saw that with the Saints a few weeks ago when they were down. They kept rushing second half and against all of the, the uh, Redskins. There we go. So it's um. <laughs> I think they just that that that's fundamentally how they're going to win games, and then it, it makes play action easier for for Dak, who is still. I think we need to remember is only a second year quarterback, yeah, who wasn't meant to start last year. No, so uh, yeah, I think we just need to be a bit more patient. And on the other side of the ball, they shut down Samar G. P. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve twelve runs, thirty eight yards, and yeah. no touchdowns. Yeah, he had two back to back hundred yard games prior to that, so that was uh, that's no small task. He's a big. Big back. So, he's a good uh, back, though. Still, yeah, he's gonna, he's going to be a hopefully a feature there for them for a few years to come. I think so. Before he joins the Cowboys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we better just read off some more stuff then. So obviously, Des Bryant had a good game. He did. Yeah, that's nice to see. With his uh, his touchdown on sixty one yard uh, performance, he has now become the Cowboy with the most touchdown receptions in their history. Yep. Yep. So he. He's moved up those ranks pretty quickly, hasn't he? That's that's actually astounding for the amount of players, and especially wide receivers. You know, you've got mm. the likes of Michael Irvin. He's got a he's got a gold jacket. Yeah. So to, to surpass that, I mean, he still I don't, don't consider him a top ten. I don't think Des Bryant's a Hall of Famer. So and it's it's he's going to have to be these stats. Maybe Tim Brown eventually got him through stats. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, to be to be a franchise leader um, for one of the most prestigious, well, d- definitely mm. um, one of the most sort of um, the most lucrative, polarizing. Franchise. Yeah. Um, franchise. I think. Yeah. Maybe you're right, but I don't know. I just don't put him in that hall of fame. I, yeah, I look at someone like Larry Fitzgerald, and I can see the body of work, and I go, Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Maybe Des has just done it. I can't believe I'm going to say it. Maybe Des has just done this under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> under the radar. Can't believe yeah. it. Des Bryant. <laughs> but. Yeah. Des Bryant? Yeah. How did you spell that? He, um, he, he, one thing he also did, which um, won't go on the stat sheet, is there was a really important pass interference call in the end zone, which then led to another touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so from, from that perspective, he didn't. He also influenced it when he wasn't catching the ball because yeah. he is physical in the end zone. He yeah. jumps high. He was almost sort of pushed out the back of the end zone. So it meant they had a first and goal from the one. So he, um, yeah, he did more things in that game that, that, that didn't sort of pad the stats, but it was nice to see him step up. Old man Witten got a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. It was only his only catch out of five attempts. So yeah, but at least it counted. Yeah, so it was the <laughs> it was the slowest route I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and on the other side, there were a couple of good receiving performances for Ryan Grant, seventy six yards and a touchdown. Josh Doxon got a touchdown as well. So. He did, yeah. Congrats. He was bench Josh. riding for me, but yeah, he's he uh, was bench riding for you. He's uh, yeah, no, he he played well. And old Ryan Switzer with his first uh, punt return touchdown in the NFL. There we go. There we go. Best name for a punt returner. Anyone who watched any college football last year would know that Ryan Switzer was the one bailing out Mitch Trubisky uh, for most of the season. He so, was, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was He good. should be getting some of those subsidiary checks from uh, Mitch Trubisky's <laughs> rookie contract. Thanks for my second overall pick. Exactly. <laughs> um, and just quickly on the defence for the Cowboys, two more sacks for Demarcus Lawrence, one for David Irvin and Taco Charlton. Yeah. Lawrence leads the league now with sacks. Yes. Um, which has actually been... Which is which is just 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 a real rarity for the, for the Cowboys. They've struggled for years, and what's mm. frustrating is they've had these guys, him and Irvin, for the last sort of two or three seasons. Yeah, they just had to tr- swap them around and put one inside and one out. Um, yeah, I know it's all of a sudden it's made a massive amount of difference, but I know you're a big Taco Charlton fan, so I I'm am. sure you're happy. Just for the name, if nothing else, a Michigan love there. Yeah, <laughs> Spartans. That's it. Let's move on then, shall we? We've got so many more games to cover off. I feel like we've still got. I feel like we're going to get hammered. Cover. It's the Wolverines. <laughs> Spartans is the Michigan State. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wolverines, mate. We'll see. Yes. <laughs> I want to go to Chicago. Uh-huh. Talk about Mitch Trubisky a bit more. Yep. Because they had uh, San Francisco 49ers coming into town. Yep. And took a loss. 15-14, to 14, squeak of the week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's first full start. Yep. And... Uh, no, he didn't get any touchdowns, but he certainly did impress, didn't he? It was very accurate passing. Well, 26 of 37, 293 yards is yeah. Um, yeah, is a stat line not to be scoffed at in your first game. And only two sacks. Mm. I mean, yeah. CJ Bethard wasn't taking just two sacks a game. No, he looked... Uh, what's interesting, and I, I think... I know sometimes you bash Brady and, 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 and stuff like that. Well, Me? We, uh, <laughs> I think one thing that has helped him playing under Brady... And also McDaniel's obviously is one the creativity on offense. He knows when to go for it and when not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, the poise he has in the pocket. Uh, from it, it was evident. There was a couple of plays where I was like, "Oh my god, it is!" You can see fundamentals that he's he's taken from it's the Brady. Footwork, yeah. The footwork was fantastic. Him throwing the ball away, not taking sacks, just shows a level of maturity for yeah. a guy who I know has been in the league four or five years now, but hasn't really played, um, and to still have that. That air of confidence and and just understanding was was really really impressive actually. Oh, yeah. That was one thing I took away from Garoppolo's performance. Yeah, yeah. And Trubisky was 
Trubisky. Trubisky. Yeah, 102 super, yards. Super accurate, though. Just 15 throws. Yeah, but 12 of 15 throws. Yeah, 12 of 15, yeah. Still got two sacks. A QBR of 46.6. Mm-hmm. Um, Don Trillinman got the touchdown for them. I think the impressive thing for the Niners was they had almost 40 minutes of possession in that game. Yep. So that's what really that strangled the, the Bears at home. Yeah, it did. Who, who, who rely on... What keeps them in games is their run game, so they yeah. tend to try and sort of manage the clock themselves. So uh, to have that flipped over meant that they were they were going to struggle from the outset. And then the highlight for Tariq Cohen was that official sixty-one yard uh, punt return yeah. touchdown. Yeah, it was brilliant. Which of course was more than sixty-one yards yeah. if you count. It his... took about hundred yards yeah. worth of running, so it was hilarious. Yeah. He was on sound effects as well, laughing about it. He's like, "There's no one here." <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite funny. Um, yeah. yeah, the only thing I. I We'll point out about the Niners. I think they've got a decent little squad now. I think Garoppolo, if they can sign him up, he could be the future for them. They just, you know, he's got a couple more games to really sell himself to. Yeah. Because um, he's going to be demanding big bucks, sort of Brock Osweiler type contracts, um, despite being teams being burnt on that previously. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen. Um, is the investment they've done in the defensive line isn't leading to sacks? And it's I, pressure, isn't it? I, but... They're good at stifling the run. Yeah. They're big. Armstead's massive. Um, Buckner. Buckner's massive. And Thomas is, is a big guy as well. But I just... They need a bit more speed, I think. Okay. So that's something that they can maybe try and address in the in the draft in sort of second or third round pick. You look at someone like Emmanuel Ogba that the, uh, the Browns have got. Um, you know, even Noah Spence for the Buccaneers as well, second round pick. Yeah. So, well, if they don't have to draft a quarterback, then they can use up their first yeah, round picks on those things. That's what I would do if I was them. Or a linebacker, obviously losing Bowman and Willis in the last two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we move on? Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, let's go to Miami. Yep. We knew this was going to be a, a hurtful game to watch. But uh, the Dolphins beat the Broncos 35 points to 9. Yeah. Now, this has cer- certainly got to signal the fact that Denver are the worst team in the AFC West. Yeah, for sure. And they deserve to finish the, the season at the bottom of that, that division. Mm-hmm. I think they're picking fifth at the moment In the, if the season was sent today. But what are they taking? If you were to speculate very briefly and we've not arranged this. Well, at the moment they're taking a spanking, but <laughs> when it comes to uh, April... Well, what do you think? Just, well, I've been speaking to uh, Denver Dave, our, uh, okay. our Denver inf- insider. Okay. And as much as I keep telling him that you need the quarterback, yeah. um, he's talking about the offensive line still. Yeah. So, as far as he's concerned... Defensive line? Offensive line. Offensive line, okay. Still need to work on the offensive line. Okay. Because they invested in a in a guard, didn't they? With well, Garrett Bowles. Bowles. Yeah. Garrett Bowles. He was guard. technically a tackle in college, I think. But uh, Yeah, he was going to be kicked inside, wasn't he? So, yeah, they did They did do make some investment. Yeah. Obviously, it does help. You look at someone like the, the Cowboys. My argument to him was that if you look at teams like Seattle mm-hmm. or Green Bay... Mm-hmm. You don't have the best offensive line there no. because you have the quarterback which can mm-hmm. cover that offensive line yep. uh, deficiency. So if they go out and they, there are a lot of quarterbacks coming into this next draft, mm-hmm. you just have to look out on one of them. Yep, they might and need. Suddenly, you don't have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, they might need. They just need more talent. They need yeah. more talent. I get you build from the inside and out and all that sort of stuff, but you just need more talent. Yeah. At the moment, they're not going to invest in the line because they've not got a quarterback that they need to protect, frankly. <sighs> no. I mean, Tre- Trevor Simeon had a quarterback rating of 1.6. Strong. <laughs> strong. 19 of 41 oh. completions, 200 yards, and three interceptions. Yeah. 
Um, and also, Denver were one of 13 on third down conversions. Yeah, you're not going to win games, are you? No. I mean, Miami weren't much better. They were 4 of 15, and they had Jane Cutler throwing for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they still got 35 points. Kenyon Drake had a good game, 141 scrimmage yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, finally stepping up. Yeah. Gave him a shout-out on after draft night, and he's failed to deliver until now, so Kenny, that's great. Kenny Stills as well, almost 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he looked great. He's getting a lot of touchdowns recently. Yeah, and Jarvis Landry as well is just... Yeah, 62 yards, he's just taking every catch, isn't he? Does his thing, doesn't he? Does his thing, he's fantastic. I'd like to yeah. see him on a better team, actually. He's 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 like a Fitz type, where he's, mm. he's physical... You know he loves playing the game. He'll block. I just I wish he was playing for a better callback. Same as 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 Fitz now in the Twilight career. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that makes a difference. Landry's one of the top five ten receivers when when Tannehill's thrown in the ball. Yeah, and Tannehill's not one of the top five ten quarterbacks. But if we talk about receivers for the Broncos, mm-hmm. it was pretty pretty dire. I mean, C.J. Anderson was their top receiver in terms of production, and Jamal Charles had the most receiving targets. So I'm not putting look, that on the receivers though. You look at no, the it's not their fault. But I'm saying that's yeah. all checkdown stuff, isn't it? You know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And I, I, I think there's a chance that they lose both their key weapons at the end of the season. Well, Sanders and Thomas. Yep. I think they could lose both at the end of the year. Ooh. Is it contracts up for them? Sanders is. I think Thomas might demand a trade. Mm. It depends what they do in the draft, I suppose, or what they promise him they're going to do in the draft. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out to Xavier Howard, the Dolphins' second-year cornerback from Baylor. He had two interceptions in this game, mm-hmm. uh, and those are his first in the NFL. One of them was a pick six. Oh, congrats, man. So there we go. Excellent news, yeah. Yeah. Only ray of hope for the Broncos was Justin Simmons' 65-yard uh, yard pick six for the Broncos. Yeah. That's it. Other than that, it's slim pickings. Yeah, it was l- rubbish. Mm. rubbish. So we're going to leave that game. Yep. Where it is, well done, Dolphins. You, well, you won the game at home when it meant nothing. And put up 35 points, so that's pretty good. Yeah, but against the Broncos, yeah. so that's not difficult. No. No. Not anymore. Was the start of the season? Not anymore. Yeah. I want to go to Green Bay now. Okay. Well, let's go then. Let's go. Uh, Tampa Bay went there and took a loss, twenty points to six, uh, twenty-six. It was an overtime victory for the Packers. Yeah. Was that Hundley's first win? It was. I think it was. It was so long ago now. It was he had, <laughs> he had big stats if he was a running back? <laughs> yeah. Only eighty-four yards as a quarterback though, uh, and one interception. Um. Yes. Yeah, not great. No. Not great. Just shows how bad the Bucks were. Yeah, the Bucks just wanted to give this game away by looks. I mean, Jameis Winston had an okay game, 270 yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. but he does make mistakes. He does. He does fumble the ball, and yeah, they're their own worst enemy, really. Yeah, I need to factor in the weather a bit more, because mm. we're getting real cold now. Yeah, and, uh, you did and pick what, the Bucks in this game, I think. I did, and I, that's what I'm saying. I need to factor the weather in more because those Florida teams that train there all year, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have to go and play outdoors <laughs> in Green Bay, yeah. and it's minus weather in England at the moment. So I dread to think what it's like in Wisconsin. Yeah. So yeah, I need to start factoring that. But in. there were some good performances by some Bucks players. Cameron Bright, two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, you had Peyton Barber, 143 scrimmage yards. Yeah, that's pretty decent. So, yeah. But Jamal Williams on the other side, 123 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dean Lowry is my defensive shout-out for the game. Okay. Second-year defensive end from Northwestern. He had the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Love it. Love yeah. Nor- no- love Northwestern the old rumbler. action. <laughs> yeah, just picked it up and went with it. That's it. No, it's good. So that's James still trying to make a play. I don't know... 
This is, is what this just because he thinks he has to hold the whole team on his shoulders that he just keeps doing this? Potentially, and I think he's probably used to doing that more. Like you look, we made the comparison. Well, not comparison. We, I made the comment earlier about Garoppolo and his poise. Yes, Garoppolo wasn't a Florida State quarterback. He no. wasn't. You know, he played for Memphis. I think certainly, or is that I might be getting mixed up? But anyway, I might be talking about Paxton Lynch. But anyway, he played for a lower level school. Yes, he then was a third round pick. So he's not. He's playing for the Patriots. He's never really had to sort of carry a team. Like he, no. was, he was great for his college, but he's not been the key focus man. You're the one that's he wasn't win the number game. one overall pick no. by a rubbish he, team. And he's not at the scrutiny. Yeah, he's not at the scrutiny of it. So I think you look at him now, and he's he because of that, he's learned the nuances and intricacies of how to manage a game and not put his team. You know, he understands that by not putting your team in those situations, you're more likely to win yeah. than trying to win. Mm. Do you know what I mean? This, like laws of average, super mistake. Yeah, state that actually not losing the game is is better than trying to win the game. And um, what's the page? Think- isn't it? You've got to score on every drive, even if it's yeah. just a field goal. You must keep putting points on yep, the board. Absolutely. Whereas I think settle for the field. I goal think Winston's had it. that issue. I think Winston tries extremely hard and you love that tenacity and you love that drive but yeah. at the same time when it's not when it's detrimental to the team and your success I think that it needs to be someone needs to have a word with them and someone needs to say to him look these are the situations we don't want you making mistakes but it sounds like they do I mean watch the Hard Knocks series and mm-hmm. Dirk Cutter's going you're better than this and you know you're better than this yeah. and keep telling you yeah yeah so someone's telling him he just keeps forgetting in the moment that, yeah I must yeah, it's, I um, must make a play I must make this touchdown yeah yeah and that's where you need Maturity, and I think that's that's one of the differences between him and Mariota, who's actually dropped off a lot this year as well. Both of them haven't had fantastic seasons. No, but I think Mariota was the one who was the mature one out of Winston and 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 him, and and Winston's probably the one who's a better quarterback. Oh, but no, a, a, a true pocket passer, I'm more, that. more of a pocket passer. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's sort of pick your poison, really. It's it's you need to he needs to find a balance of. Being competitive, going and winning games, but also not putting himself, his team in, in situations where they can lose to a to a team. And I'm not being funny. The Packers call back through for 86 yards this game. Yeah. There's no way you should be losing that game. No. No. Yeah. Outrageous. I'm, not, I'm still not sure how they won that game. To no, honest. neither am I. I don't know. Watching it, I'm like, pretty sure the scorer just flipped to seven down. He was like, oh, we'll just leave uh, it. It's Green Bay. I'm yeah, not going. Yeah, we'll leave it's it. Bloody freezing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to move on then to uh-huh. uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And New York Jets. Yep. Against Kansas City. New York got another win. This is getting dangerous for them now. It is getting dangerous. Because they're in de- we're not even in the top 10 of draft picks at the moment. No, but McCown's lighting it up, to be fair but to But McCown him. is not your answer going no, he's forward. Not. He's not. <laughs> so Josh McCown, 331 yards and a touchdown in this game. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith, 366 yards and four touchdowns. Yep. Now, he must be listening to this podcast because, obviously, after he I is. savaged him... He is listening. ...and said that Pat Mahomes was the only thing that would, would fix this. Mm-hmm. He tried to prove me wrong, but he didn't. I'm still right. Because they, they still took a loss. Yeah, but that's not his fault. It is kind of his fault. Your defence can't let the Jets put up 38 Don't points. Don't say it like that. They're playing really well. No, the Jets are actually... To be fair, they're playing fantastic. And I'm <laughs> loving McCown at the moment. He's yeah. He's doing a bit of a Keenum from earlier in the season. Yes, a gunslinger. nothing to lose. He's, he's cursed. He's having a great year. First season with the Jets. And Anderson's come out of nowhere to be a top 10 wide receiver in the league. So Josh McCown ran in two touchdowns in this game. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a dual threat quarterback. He's a dual threat. Yeah. He's a dual threat. He's, <laughs> he's got football speed. He's got he's he's quicker than he is fast. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, a, oh, it was a really entertaining game though, to be fair. 
Talk about quick and fast. Tyreek Hill, 185 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Ow! How do you stop him? You can't stop that boy. How do you stop him? Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns and 94 yards. You yeah. can't stop him either. They're the only two weapons they've got. Well, Kareem Hunt did 63 scrimmage yards, which is you know better than it's been in the last couple Sorry. of games. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. That's fine, but it's not great, is it? One thing I will say, though, sorry, just going back to, to what you um, were saying about the quarterback situation and the yes, draft. Please. The draft. I keep hearing Josh Allen about the Jets. Apparently yeah. fallen okay. in love with Mr. Allen <laughs> from Wyoming. He's <laughs> dropped on most draft boards, but <laughs> I'm hearing <laughs> they're liking him. Oh, yeah. And I think he could be there when they're picking. Maybe, but maybe not. We saw it happen last year. Every team's going to go up to get a quarterback, even yeah. the teams that didn't officially need them, like the Chiefs. True, but I think that he's he's like ranked where Deshaun Kaiser was last year mm. on most teams' boards. So okay. I don't think teams will be picking him in the middle of the first. Okay. Although Pat Mahomes was drafted, was ranked in like the fourth round at this. Yeah, point. ridiculous. Yeah, last year. So we never know. We'll see what happens. We're talking about yeah. So talking about the quarterback then. So Kansas City were zero of two in the red zone opportunities. Hmm. So apart from Tyreek Hill or, or uh, Travis Kelsey grabbing it and running with it, they weren't scoring touchdowns when they got close. That's not good. No. That's not good. Pat Mahomes would get it done. Stop playing for <laughs> Pat Mahomes, mate. Alex Smith, <laughs> Alex Smith paid his dues and he's still playing good football. Four touchdowns and 366 yards. Why don't you just have him then as your quarterback? I don't want him. You don't want Alex Smith as your quarterback? No, I've got Philly Riv, mate. Yeah, Philly but Riv. he's younger. You know. Yeah. It's, do you know what? I'll always pay his dues, though, King. I'll always be a little bit annoyed with Alex Smith because he got taken ahead of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> What's not his fault? I don't. I know it's not, but I just it's a, a bugbear of mine. I'm like, I can't believe it's Everyone mainly. I'm just annoyed him. with the NFL. Everyone whiffed on him. Um, the other fun bit was obviously Marcus Peters mm-hmm. getting uh, ejected from the game, and the Chiefs have suspended him yep. for a game. Good, good for them. Good for the Chiefs. I like that approach. Yeah, it was a bit silly really wasn't it Stupid. it was obviously frustration because the it was coming at a period a very uh, definitive time of the game mm-hmm. and they just kept getting flagged for holding and yep. silly little penalties and yep. it's going to get frustrating and Marcus Peters is the kind of guy that will snap on it he is and he did, and he, did it, what got, he normally yeah. does that's why he got suspended from Washington for his full, full last year so yeah, yeah. yes In so college. he's not playing this weekend no good for them I like that they've done that, actually. I know I've I've made a couple of comments over the last two years we've done this, where wow. it seems like I'm incredibly harsh, but <laughs> when you've got someone being an idiot, punish them, mm. and then people stop being idiots. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, that's my opinion. Got to quickly shout out uh, Jermaine Kirst and Robbie Anderson, 157 yards and 107 yards, respectively. Yeah. They were catching them balls. But the Jets had almost 43 minutes of possession in this game. They were catching these balls. I love that. They were that. catching them balls. Them balls. Balls. Cool. Yeah, no, they were great. They were great. Jets were Jets were brilliant. Jets had a good game. Jets are highly entertaining and the Chiefs, this year. Just, Chiefs gave it away. Mm-hmm. Because they only had uh, eight penalties for 30 yards, but they gave up for four first downs with those penalties. Oh, nightmare. Those are the ones that kill you. They do kill you, for sure. That's a really Keep good stat. Keep those drives going. Super good stat, Jim. Well done. Thanks, man. Let's go on then to Jacksonville. Okay. Duval County, mm-hmm. where the Colts walked in, took a beating, and walked out again. <laughs> Jacksonville won down. 30 points to 10. Hold them down, boys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. All right game there by Blake Bortles. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, 309 yards. Again, they're not relying on Leonard Fournette. They're actually going with a passing game. And they're getting the win out of it. Yep. I guess this is a team they're playing against where you can get the win out of it. Because mm-hmm. the Colts have been abject this season. 
Yes, they have been for sure. Yeah, I know. I like I like what they're doing at the moment. Um, the Jags. I like it. I like their defense. I think it's fantastic. God, do they have some pass rush? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You look at Dante Fowler. He's the third best pass rusher on that team, mm. and he was the second overall pick in the draft. Yeah, or third out one of them, second or third. I think it's second, third. wasn't it? I think it was third. Was it? Either way, he's a top three pick in the draft. Yeah, <laughs> got it. And he's the third best rush pass rusher on this team. It's, it's absolutely mental. Yeah. You've got Jack, who's had that breakout year that we ex- expected. Mm-hmm. You've got Smith as well. For, yeah. Both of those two. I don't know if you've seen the team stats for the Jags for the season, but those two are about twenty tackles ahead of everyone else. They're just so, they're just so strong in their linebacking core now. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Ramsey and Deshaun Gibson with interceptions in this game. Ramsey was brilliant. Yeah. All game. Gibson as well led the league in interceptions at the Browns. So they've got some talent. Malik Jackson got a sack and Claire's Campbell's become the Jags single season sack record holder now with 12 and a half sacks for the season yep and he's ancient he's not that ancient <laughs> that's not fair talking no. of ancient though Frank Gore he overtook uh, Jerome Bettis and Daniel Thomason our two favourite runners yeah both of them yeah screw he him. is now the fifth most productive rusher ever don't care he has rushed for 13,697 yards okay I'd still take Bettis I'd still take Tomlinson. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Frank Gore. We just shit on your record. Yeah, there. But awesome. Well done, you. I don't think he's. Cl- I don't think he's able to catch up to the fourth. I think when I was looking at the, it's like it's just a bit far, is it? It's a bit too far. Yeah. I think the next one's over fourteen thousand. Right. Okay. So it'll be lucky to get that. Yeah. Anytime I, soon. I um. One thing I will say though, obviously, we did just. Uh, bash him a little bit there but yes this be nice again he um that isn't that is amazing what, he is an he, amazing running back especially in san fran he, he doesn't really kick off he used to have his socks down and get fi- uh, fined every week yeah you gotta love him really cool yeah. he was brilliant man never smiled in yeah. his life yeah he was great so no good for him <laughs> he is great he's doing Congratulations. well uh lennon fournette 79 scrimmage yards and a touchdown on the other side mm-hmm. and uh brad nortman nortman with the uh, fake punt completion again that's the third time they've done the fake punt com- uh and yep. it's worked for the for the jags Probably their most successful player on offense, besides oh. giving it to Fournette. <laughs> Marquise Lee's playing all right at the moment for them. He did 86 yards and the touchdown in this game. Do you remember, can I take you back to about four years ago? Yeah. When you emailed me at work yeah. and said, what wide receivers are coming out this year in the draft? Oh, here we go. So uh, we can't ever verify no. now. And I said Marquise Lee would be a first round pick, and mm. he wasn't, because he had a bad no. final year with uh, SC. But... He's now showing the promise that I saw then, and everyone thought he'd be the top pick in that, or top court, um, wide receiver taken in that, that draft. So he does have some pedigree. He just had a really yeah. poor last year in college. And injury worries as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a lot of time out for that. Oh, so. He's been great. He's been great. And Westbrook as well, stepping up. Yeah, 78 so yards in the game. Jumped in, jumped in the scene a couple of weeks ago as a rookie, and, and all of a sudden he's. Uh, He's playing really well. You, you were hiring him. You were hiring him before the draft, though, weren't you? Yeah, Westbrook. yeah. You were a big fan. Well, <laughs> I got a lot of notifications about D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kept getting uh, told about him. Uh, let's move on then, shall we? Well done, Jags. Yes, indeed. You are, yeah, still challenging for that playoff spot. Yeah, good to see. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Baltimore. Them. Okay. They played the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. in Maryland, and they absolutely spanked them, forty-four points to twenty. Yep. Uh. I mean, I don't want to talk about this game too much. Because you hate the Ravens? <sighs> Could be. All right, I'll talk about them a little bit. Alex Collins, of course, is playing really well for them. 98 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you had 
even the Ravens defensive end Patrick Ricard got involved with a three yard uh, touchdown catch yep so they uh, are you deliber- flagged him as eligible are you deliberately avoiding Mike Wallace who used to be no. a Steeler no give me a chance 116 scrimmage yards there you go done right (laughs) Eric Weddle he had a strip sack and a 45 yard pick six amazing we spoke about him before the podcast so to to enlighten everyone else he's got some gas left doesn't he that guy Mm -hmm. he's playing brilliantly for the Ravens yeah I think you were lamenting the fact that he's left your charges yeah yeah I still love the fact that he didn't come in at half time because his son was doing a performance or his kid was doing a performance on, on the field and when he was a charger and he got suspended for not coming in mm. what a dad though as well legend yeah. great beard as well anyway that's uh, enough yeah, of me <laughs> old man Ben Watson he got a touchdown as well tight end for the uh, for the Ravens and then but the big news obviously in this game was that Matthew Stafford went down with a, a hand injury so Terrell Suggs accidentally stepped on it okay um, that was genuinely accidental oh, okay I didn't it I'd... wasn't it wasn't a normal Terrell Suggs where he did yeah. it on purpose but this one was an accident. He did step on it late in the fourth quarter. Um, s- severe bruising. X-rays showed no broken bones. That's lucky. But reports through the week have said that they're not well. They're not expecting Stafford to be able to play. Okay. And well, you know what Stafford's like. He will try and play. Yeah. If there's any chance he can get on the field, he'll do it. But it is yeah. his throwing hand. Is he mic'd up this week? Because if he's mic'd up, he'll definitely play. <laughs> no idea. If he's injured and he's mic'd up, he's playing. Okay. So. Them be the rules. Yeah, that's it. I don't really need to talk about this game more. Jones no. is playing, having a good season for the Lions. That's Mar- quite all I'm going to say. Marvin Jones Jr., 90 scrimmage yards. Yeah. Yep. And he can see... Golden Tate, 69 yards, but uh, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are putting on a late charge in this season. They are indeed. And had it sewn up, it was 20 to nothing at half time. This really came down to three turnovers by the Lions, one fumble and two interceptions. Mm-hmm. That just killed them. Any chance. Yep. For sure. Yep. Let's move on then. Mm-hmm. To Buffalo... Orchard Park, where uh, the the Bills took their uh, annual spanking from the uh, <laughs> the overlords of the AFC East. New England won twenty three points to three. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady, Thomas Brady, two hundred fifty eight <laughs> yards and an interception. Yep. Tyrod Taylor, sixty five yards and an interception. Nathan Peterman, fifty yards, no interceptions. Strong. That's a great improved performance there by Nathan Peterman. It was, for sure. I'd start him this week. They mm. might have to start him this week because Tyro Taylor went out with a, a leg injury. Yeah, he did indeed, yep. With a knee injury. On the, so, uh, wheeled off on a cart. Which yep. is why Peterman was in the game in the first place. Um, and that doesn't look good. No, it didn't look great. No. It did not look great. So, what they had to do, really, all Sean McVay had to do was wait a few weeks. Yep. And then they wouldn't have to have stuck in Peterman against the Chargers and they could have Tried him out now. Yeah, against the best defence in the league, yeah. Yeah, stupid. Chargers, yeah. <laughs> you can argue that if you want. No, I'm not going to argue that at all. Um, this was a game of three players, wasn't it? They couldn't stop yep. Gronk, they couldn't stop Lewis, and they couldn't stop Burkhead. And that was it. <laughs> that, yeah. That is, honestly, if you want a they, description of this game, that was what it was. They stopped Brandon Cooks, though. Yeah, Cooks. 17 yards on yeah. two catches, and that was it. And he's been great all season. But then you had Zay Jones on the other side. He was their best receiver with 22 yards. Zay Jones, you mean just flipping, just just, just bouncing off the ground, Je- Zay Jones? Is that what you're talking about? Bouncing off the ground. When it just like levitates up. <laughs> Legend. Yes. I like Zay yeah. Jones. I thought he was good coming into the draft, and he's proved me right. He's become the f- number one option for that Bills offense. Yeah, his 22-yard has really helped. Wide receiver, obviously, besides LaShawn McCoy. You're right about Rex Burkhead as well. 103 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Could not stop him. No. Couldn't stop him. 
This is the Pats' 14th consecutive road win. That's pretty impressive, actually, to be fair. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. Actually <laughs> what heard, they do? Is it Bill... Oh, can I, whatever his name is. Colin Coward, that was it, was talking about the Patriots. Colin Coward? Yeah. Who's Colin Coward? He's a uh, Fox analyst. Is he? He said about... Not Bill Cower, is it? You're talking about? No. Okay. He, um... <laughs> If I got oh, Colin Cowherd, isn't it? I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name. Anyway, I was listening to him talk about it. He said something quite interesting, actually, about how the Patriots were incredibly lucky to get Belichick, incredibly lucky to get Tom Brady. <laughs> but one thing isn't lucky is the fact that they play in Boston, which is very cold. Yeah. And the playoffs are always when it's very cold. Mm. So they have one of the best home field advantages, or at least understanding of how to play during the elements when it comes down to sort of key periods. Okay. It shouldn't have helped him in Buffalo because it's freezing up there yeah, as well. It's but even colder in Buffalo. But it's it? um, it was. I don't know. I just thought it was quite an interesting comment. Well, you can say what you like. Um, <laughs> LeSean McCoy was held to 102 scrimmage yards, which is low for LeSean McCoy these days. Shady. He's just too good. Do you know Bill Belichick is now 30 and five against Buffalo since joining in 2000? No, I didn't know that. No, 30 wins to five losses. That's amazing. He's got the measure of the Bills. He does. But one thing we've got to talk about. Is yep. the assault that happened in the game, King? Yeah. Where Tredavious White intercepted Gronk. Yep. Goes to the ground holding the ball. Yep. Plays over. Yep. Five minutes later, Gronk decides to power slam into the back of Tredavious White's head. Yep. He goes into concussion protocol as a result of this. Yeah. Now, he was only flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct with a 15 yard penalty. Not ejected from the game. No. Which already is outrageous. That is outrageous, yep. Then they slap him with, get this, a one-game mm-hmm. penalty. Yep. They appeal it and have it denied. Thankfully. Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, foul and then the uh, the punishment that's followed? You know what my thoughts are going to be because you oh, know yeah. what my thoughts are on <laughs> head. On, <laughs> uh, you know what my thoughts are on, on sort of any blows to the head. Yeah. Um, he should have been ejected. You're absolutely right. There is a positive spin from your perspective. I'll be honest. I'll touch on that first before I then go ham on okay. uh, on Gronkowski. Is I do think that set the precedent for um, Smith Schuster's suspension because he also got a one game suspension. He did. So I think that that actually assisted you guys not having a, a more lengthy penalty. You think they're similar plays, India? Um, no, I don't think they're similar plays. Um, I actually didn't see too much of an issue with Smith Schuster's, no. which is horrific. No. Um, but. Anyway, going back to Gronk, I thought it was disgusting. Um, I would have suspended him minimum of five games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'd have ejected him from the game. You know, I think are, it's terrific. There are people saying there's a reason why they didn't eject him for multiple games. What's that? Well, there's a money game coming next Monday night, isn't there? I don't know. Against the Steelers. Interesting. Well, then so if you suspend him for more than one game, he can't play in that game. So? Under the lights. So? Well, you don't want to piss off too many... Uh, NFL owners, do you? No, this is true. They've already annoyed Robert Kraft enough over the last twelve months. Yeah, this is um, this is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. He should have had a five-game suspension. Yeah, I don't like any head injuries. And also, I get the frustration because it was pass interference, defensive pass interference. You can, you can argue that, that, but you can't argue about then taking the stupid. Into hands. He wasn't even on the field either. He rolled off the field. Yeah, it's oh, ridiculous, ridiculous. I'd have given him a five-game ban. Used to like Gronk. But uh, he makes it difficult to like him when he does something like this. Yeah, it's not the so, first time he's done this either. Normally, he's like st- he just does stupid stuff. Um, 
but that this is dangerous. Like yeah. I, I can deal with him being an idiot dancing on the sideline. That's quite entertaining. Yeah. I can't deal with someone. You're, you're putting, bigger and heavier than Tre'Davious White. Yeah, and he's completely defenseless on the floor. Yeah, looking the other way. Yeah, yeah. I can't condone that kind of behaviour. Yep. So we're going to move on. Let's we're going to move on because we could spend all day on that. Yep. Let's go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, where they hosted the Houston Texans. Yep. In a divisional matchup, mm-hmm. but they lost. No, they didn't. They won. They won. I'm looking at the wrong score. Twenty-four to thirteen. Well done, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad luck, Houston. <laughs> but uh, this isn't the start of the season because early on in the season, of course, the uh, the, the Titans took a lick, fifty-seven to fourteen on October the first, when uh, Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt were healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. I guess it's a, a moral victory. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Marcus Merritt, one hundred fifty yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. Tom Savage. 365 yards a touchdown but one interception yep yeah yeah it was an alright game I don't know what you want to say um, I think it's a changing the guard from a running back standpoint I think Henry cemented his place as the number one running back for the Tennessee Titans well he got over 109 yards he did but he had exactly the same amount of rushing attempts as DeMarco Murray but his big bust came in the fourth quarter wasn't it so the game was basically over anyway it was a third down I think and he just Around about 60 odd yards so that accounts for a lot of it it does pad it a bit yeah but he always seems to have one of these runs doesn't he I know he does whenever I he has he more does. than 10 touches he always seems to have a run of over 40 yards yeah but weren't you the one that always said that if it was um, DeMarco that goes out at the start of the game yeah. softens them up later on everyone's tired and now you've got Derek Henry to come in and uh, be yeah. a super sub later on he's fresh I think a couple of tackles That's on Henry he and you'd be sufficiently softened I, I, he's <laughs> massive He's absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, oh, he's impressive. But yeah, I think I think if I was them, I'd use I'd use Henry more than they are, personally. Okay. Um, and what was the other thing I want to say? Also, there's a top three wide receiver played in this game, in the league, the whole league. Oh yeah. Top three. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, top three. Jones, Brown, Hopkins. Them speed. The Brown, three. Jones, Hopkins. Yeah. Got it. I don't know okay. about the order. But <laughs> they're top three. Just gave you the order. No. Um, let's talk- <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, 80 yards, no touchdown this time, but he is the, the constant outlet for, for Tom Savage because he can go up and get it. Yeah. Him and uh, him and Jones are the two best at t- sideline catches. Unbelievable. Mm. And then and then obviously Brown's there as well. Talking of old men tight ends, like we had, uh, I'm not talking about that. Uh, Delaney <laughs> Walker, 63 yards and a touchdown. Well done, Delaney. Yeah, he's a legend. Keeps going. Super, yeah, super legend. Uh, who else can we talk about then quickly? DeMarco Murray did get 79 scrimmage yards, so it wasn't terrible. Lamar Miller, 94 scrimmage yards for the Texans. They need to use him a bit more. What is it with Lamar Miller? He always flashes talent, but no one ever uses him. Yeah, I don't know. It's because his team's always behind now. Mm. Play for two bad teams. I guess. But even the start of the season, he wasn't getting used an awful lot by Deshaun. I guess he was just too busy throwing it downfield. To just work. chucking four touchdowns <laughs> every week. Fuller, yeah. Who cares, man? <laughs> I ain't got time to pass you the ball and throwing it 50 yards. That's it. That's it. I'll just answer their own questions then. Uh, Adoree Jackson with a lost fumble. Not great for him. Uh, LaShawn Sims, though, had the interception for Tennessee in the end zone, which really kind of mm-hmm. pancaked any thoughts that uh, Houston had a win in this game. And that was it. That was the game. That was it. Well done, Tennessee. You're still keeping pace with the Jags. Yeah. So someone's going to win that division. Someone is. I'm almost certain someone's going to win it. Yeah. Mm. I've heard rumours there might be a winner. I think so. Division. We're going to find out within the next four weeks <laughs> who that's going to be. <laughs> Probably not before then, though. No. Let's go to Atlanta. Okay. For last week's game. 
we're talking about Sunday's Atlanta, mm-hmm. where they hosted the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Um, not quite the fairy tale uh, game for Atlanta. They lost fourteen points to nine. Case Keenum, your favorite quarterback this year, two hundred twenty-seven yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Took a couple of sacks for twenty yards, but uh, still a decent rating overall. Super good rating. Hmm. Yeah, he played well. He's not my favorite. Wentz is my favorite this year. Oh, okay. Okay. He, he's uh, he's highly entertaining for sure. Uh, yeah, decent. Matt Ryan with no uh, touchdowns in the game, 173 yards. Yeah, I and know. that was it. Uh, it was really a running game. Uh, Latavius Murray had 97 scrimmage yards. Jarrett McKinnon, 52 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Yep, Just and uh, slowly battered the uh, the Falcons. Didn't yeah, they? they did. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and that that defense is fantastic for the for the Vikings when you hold any team to three field goals. Yeah, it's you know mass. It's hugely impressive. So, and again, yeah. if you look at those third down conversions, Fal- uh, Vikings completed half of theirs. Mm-hmm. Falcons completed one of ten. Yeah, that's not good enough. No, not good enough. Next game. Well, I just want to say that Julio Jones was kept to twenty-four yards on that one. Okay. So, Next game. That, that helps, doesn't it, with the Vikings defense? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I do think so. Yeah, they've got. They've just got talent. All, all three levels of that defense. So, it'd be real tough to play. Do you think the Vikings are the team that have just very quietly gone about their business? Because no one's really talking about them too much. Everyone's been looking at the Rams or uh-huh. Eagles uh-huh. on the uh, on the NFC side. Yep. But it could actually be the Vikings that are the ones that go through to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Couldn't I, it? I think so. Yeah. They've got a legit chance. I think... We've had worse quarterbacks go to the Super Bowl. I was about to say, who do you think's better? Case Keenum this year or Peyton Manning the way they won with the Broncos? He won well, with the Broncos. Well, that's not even fair, is it? I mean, no one's talking about benching Case Keenum no. <laughs> at this stage of the season. Well, you were at one point for, te- never. for Teddy Bridgewater. No, I didn't. I said there would be a competition. No, King. there was never going to be a competition. <laughs> there still might be. Mm. <laughs> um, as long as he throws his four touchdowns a game, he's all right. They so. win. I reckon they win if he throws four touchdowns. <laughs> it gives him a chance. Yeah, for sure. All right, you're not going to talk about it anymore then. No. Okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's go to... LA yep LA Chargers yep they played Cleveland and Cleveland didn't win okay 19 points to 10 was the win for the Chargers and uh, Philly Riv 344 yards and a touchdown Deshaun Kaiser 215 yards a touchdown and an interception but he did get 46 yards from scrimmage running yep so it wasn't terrible he was the leading Browns rusher in the game there we go so I don't know. Are who's, we, are we who, st- seeing anything from Kaiser still? You you kind of gave up on him about week six. Yeah. You're still not convinced at all about no. Deshaun? No, he's not starting quarterback in the league. No? Okay. No. He doesn't seem the kind of guy that would like to be a backup either. No, I think he caused problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Oh, he will dear. be a backup. The old Cleveland conveyor belt. He will be a back. He will be a backup. He's good enough, but he... um. Yeah, he's not, good. he's not good enough to be a starting quarterback, in my opinion. All right. If you disagree, please tweet Jim. <laughs> tweet the King at Jim and the King if you want to tell me about how good Deshaun Kaiser is. The problem is, are there any Browns fans to say? Don't know. I don't know. One thing I will say though, who was the Browns leading receiver this week? The Browns leading receiver, I believe, was Josh Gordon. It was. <laughs> eighty five yards. Hasn't played for two years. Eighty five yards. He's a beast. He's a beast. Didn't, uh, I think it's a uh, is it Casey Hayward, your cornerback, yep. came out and said that was the hardest person he had to cover this season, and he's covered them all. Yeah, well, Hayward led the league in interceptions last year. He's yeah. no slouch. So he said there was no one harder for me to actually deal with in the game this season. It's amazing. 
It's um, so it's a ray of light for the Browns. It is. It's um, it's also something that's going to attract, you know, potential free agents. You look at what McCown's done as a free agent with the Jets. Yeah. Um, you know, having a having an offensive weapon like Gordon really does, and in, especially a tight end as well like Njoku. Yeah. Really does um, really does help attract sort of older veteran quarterbacks if you're still in transition. Or at least assist in the development with a new one if you draft one early. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a massive, massive, massive help having him back. He's and, he's fantastic, and congrats for him like getting sober yeah. and and playing. You know, just to play at all, let alone play as well in this first game. Um, See, so yeah, I was I much respect to Josh Gordon for that. Absolutely, and uh, David Njoku as well, seventy-four yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. There's another good person to target for sure, for sure. But we'll talk about that. Should be easy combination. What about Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry? 105 yeah. and 81 yards. Yes. Boom. And a touchdown for Keenan Allen as well. Yeah. This is what happens if you stay healthy. Yeah, he's brilliant. He is fantastic. I've been talking... Uh, the problem is, I kept talking about it and people kept... I kept seeing people and they'd be like, I don't know what you see in Allen. I think it's because he's been injured for about three, four seasons. You don't... It's not what did you see in him, it's when did you see him? Yeah, kind of thing. I think people have just forgotten, but he's um, he's a beast when he's healthy. Yes. And Gordon, yeah, yeah. Good. Gordon played well, seventy-seven yards, which for him's he's never going to light it up. He's not a hundred and fifty-yard a game, but he did get hundred and six scrimmage yards though, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. So he's um he's a he's a talented well guy. He's just, yeah, very well rounded. He's not one of the elite ones. Yeah, not rounded like Eddie Lacy, but no. well rounded. Like. No. And uh, just quickly, Adrian Phillips, your third year safety from Texas, with mm-hmm. the interception for you. So yep. congratulations, good play. Yeah, and you beat the Browns. Bosa as well, just strips, strip. Year. What was it? Strip sack to sort of win us the game towards the end of the game. Yeah, Bosa. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bosa, he surpassed his ten and a half sacks for the his rookie year. So he's got eleven and a half for the year, I think. Yeah, to play more, he might have a career. <laughs> I think it'd be good. <laughs> Go stretch your neck out on that one. I think he can sack the quarterback that one. Let's talk about another game that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know anymore. The Oakland Raiders against the New York Giants. 24-17 to 17 was the win for the Raiders, but, you know, it's the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> John Fox probably won a bet this week as uh, Ben McAdoo became the first NFL head coach fired this season. Yes, he did, yeah. And, of course, they also got rid of Jerry Reese as the general manager straight after that. Yep. So... There are there are consequences to not picking Eli Manning in New York. Well, yeah, he's Seems won. To be that. He's won them two Super Bowls, and it's the fact they didn't play. Is it what's the, who's the young guy they've got? Uh, oh no, Davis. Yes, Davis Webb. Davis Webb. It's because he's got a surname for a first name that threw me. Yeah, it did. Davis Webb. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, they played um, Geno Smith. Yeah, why are you playing Geno? If you oh. if you're doing it to learn what you've got in your rookie quarterback, yeah. I kind of don't get it, yeah, you but I can kind of justify it. Your can kind of justify that. I actually don't have an issue with that if they want to do it when they're having a rubbish season. Mm-hmm. But don't play Geno Smith. We've seen Geno Smith for three or four years. You've yeah. actually seen him in that stadium, or in New York. Yeah. I know it was in Raid uh, in uh, Oakland today, um, like on the weekend. But I know what you everyone mean. knows what Geno Smith is. Yeah, two hundred and twelve yards and a touchdown for Geno. Yeah, and just getting lit up with sacks. Under forty percent, uh, forty on his uh, QBR. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Don't 13, do that. Thirteen rushing yards on three scrambles. And Manning's starting this week, is he not? He is starting again. Yeah, yeah. funny. So, that. <laughs> yeah, shocking that, isn't it? <laughs> they uh, brought in uh, Spagnolo as the defensive coordinator. I think is now going to be the interim head coach. Okay. Oh, Spags. Spags, Spags. Yep. So yeah, Eli Manning is of course going to be starting the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. So they're going to limp to a 
another few wins, another few losses, I should say. Uh, Evan Engram played all right though, ninety nine yards and a touchdown for the the Giants' tight end. Yeah, Sterling Shepard only had fifty six yards as the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cordero Patterson ninety seven yards. Yeah, was by far the best uh, wide receiver for the the Raiders, as of course Crabtree was out injured. Yeah, no, suspended, I should say, for, after trying to fight with uh, Akib Talib. Yep, and uh, it was Amari Cooper is injured. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patterson doing something. Well, it's it's nice to see them actually make plays for him. You know, like, teams didn't, or well, the the Vikings didn't really know what to do with him. Yeah, after investing a first round pick, all of a sudden it's just bubble screens. You just need to yeah. get the ball in his hands. Yeah. Speed, just get him the ball yeah, first. He's not a great route runner. Not a great catcher of the ball, really. Mm-hmm. It was always getting the ball in his hands first when he was in Minnesota. If you as long as he caught the ball, he had a chance of doing something with it. Yeah, yeah. Until he fumbled it, obviously. But uh <laughs> yeah, a bit slippery. Um let's just quickly say about uh, Marshall Lynch then hundred and twenty one scrimmage yards and a touchdown, that including the fifty one yard touchdown run. That is his first hundred hundred yard plus game, I think, since coming back from yeah, retirement in the air quotes. Yeah, he's starting to um, starting to heat up as well, so that's um, promising for the Phil Raiders fans. Yeah, and sacks for Khalil Mack, Bruce Irvin, and Danny Kaltry. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Landon Collins dropped that interception, which allowed all, uh, Oakland to score. That's the first consecutive win for the Raiders since the first two weeks of the season. That's amazing. <laughs> Shows how bad they've been this year. They have been bad, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Jalen Rashad had three fumbles on punt returns but he recovered all of them, so that's why he didn't really sit in the stats, but he was bobbing those punt returns. Um, we're going to have to dissect at the end of the season what happened to the Raiders, but they've been probably the biggest disappointment for me. I think so. I think so. Pre-season expectations. We'll have to get Punk on to talk about them. Yeah, for sure. The Jesus, piece. what a complete shower. They were one of my favourites to um, to get to the Super Bowl to start the season, and they, yeah. uh, they're not even the best team in the division. Not even the second best team in the division? No. No, <laughs> and we're including the Chiefs who can't win a game right now. Yeah, so uh, let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. From that factory of sadness to New Orleans, mm-hmm. where last weekend they played the Carolina Panthers division matchup, and they won thirty-one points to twenty-one. Yep, uh, great game for Drew Brees, two hundred sixty-nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, pretty standard QBR or impressive QBR. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Cam Newton, one hundred eighty-three yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions for either of them, but yeah. uh, it was really again the running running game that uh, controlled this. He did, yeah, hundred percent. Kamara was the difference. You can't stop Alvin Kamara. No, hundred was it? One hundred and twenty-six yards from scrimmage. Yeah, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, Mark Ingram had one hundred twenty-two yards from scrimmage and a touchdown as well. So, this is one of the elite defensive units in the NFL for the Panthers, and they still allowed. 250 yards basically yeah. rushing mad absolutely mad I don't know what else we can say about Alvin Kamara that hasn't been said nothing he's great he's fantastic and it's stepped up Ingram's game and uh, and defensively they're playing better the, the Saints so they've always been able to put up points it's just now they're actually able to put up more points than the other team yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Michael Thomas 70 yards and a touchdown Devin Funches 60 yards and a touchdown on the other side yep he had a good game Funches yeah well he's Still just loving life as the number one receiver, isn't he? Yeah, now? yeah. It was, out um, of the shadow. It was. Uh, it was an entertaining game. This one. It was a good game. I Christian it. McCaffrey, thirty-nine scrimmage yards and a touchdown, at least. Kind of. Yeah, they need to find ways to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, because whenever he gets it, he looks great. He's very shifty. He's he's um he's actually quite physically imposing for someone who's quite slight. 
um, as a running back. He's not he's not a, afraid of contact. No. Um, yeah, they just. Well, he's got the legs to just keep moving. Haven't yeah, they? That's yeah. The, good, good things thing happen. Good things happen when he's got the ball. So they just need to find ways to to get him involved in the offense, which was going to be tough because their offense was built around sort of downhill running and and massive bodied wide receivers. So all yep. of a sudden now they've got the likes of McCaffrey and Sa- and Samuel. They need to uh, change their change their playbook. So we knew there's going to be a transitional period. They just need to expedite that a bit more. This was a bit of a trap game for the Saints mm-hmm. against a very good Panthers team, but mm-hmm. as long as you've got uh, Alvin Kamara healthy, then mm-hmm. you've got a good chance of getting the win. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's move on. You're also we? looking me dead in the eye. Who's playing you at fantasy this week? <laughs> and I have Alvin Kamara in my team. So yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, mate. chin up, chin up. Uh, so <laughs> let's go to Arizona, shall we? Uh huh. Where the uh, Rams were in town, mm-hmm. and the Rams won 32 points to 16. Yep. In no small part, thanks to Todd Gurley's 158 scrimmage yards, mm-hmm. just could not be stopped. He couldn't. Jared Goff, 220 yards and two touchdowns, one interception, uh, and then Blaine Gabbert. 221 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Yep. I'm Thoughts actually relatively game, impressed with Gabbert's performance. It wasn't terrible, was it? No, he's for someone who's been sort of thrust into this starting role and he wasn't expected to do that, he's had to learn the offense quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been quite impressed. I know he, his stats weren't fantastic this week, but I feel like he's actually playing quite well. Um, you know, and uh, and you look at Goff, that's a, again another solid performance. I know the interception, but what a turnaround from what we saw last year which yeah you know and hard knocks didn't look great um no he obviously wasn't starting keenum's been fantastic this year but um couldn't beat keenum uh, an underperforming keenum based mm. on his performances this year and unwanted keenum yeah and unwanted absolutely so um unloved it's um it's it's brilliant and obviously nice to see Gurley back to the the rookie Gurley that we witnessed a, a couple of years ago who was uh who was just fantastic yes yeah. it obviously helps um for both of them they've got some Pretty good receivers there. Yeah, for sure. So you've got Cooper Cup is Jared Goff's favourite toy. 68 yards on this game. No no touchdowns. Sammy Watkins got the touchdown for them. 38 yards uh, receiving. Gerald Everett got a touchdown as well. But uh, it helps for Blaine Gabbert when you've got a future Hall of Famer uh, to lob at. Yeah, 98 yards this week, wasn't it? And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Yep. Fitzgerald has now moved ahead of Isaac Bruce for fourth in NFL career yards receiving with 15,267 yards. Yeah, that's amazing. He needs 26 more yards to pass to pass Randy Moss in the third place. That's amazing. Uh, Fitzgerald is already uh, in third in career receptions. 1,207. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, good game. Good game for the Rams. Made a statement. Defensively looked good as well. So, uh, yeah. Good game for Cohen Williams as well, the running back. It was, yeah. So, the first kind of bright spark running back they've had since... Well, Peterson had a couple of good games for him. Yeah, no, I like that. I agree. Good game for him. But a win for the Rams. For sure. One of the sort of best teams in the league, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Last season, this would have been a win for the Rams, but it would have been a shock win because yeah. obviously Jeff Fisher was uh, in charge. So <laughs> now it's just standard. Let's move on then to one of the big games of the weekend. Last weekend was the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, the hot streak team. Yep. Best record in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In your feel. Indeed, yeah. You'd... I think it was the whole NFL, wasn't it? Or was it just the NFC? It was the whole NFL. I, th- I think it was. The... believe, because yeah. now there's t- three teams on 10 and 2. Yes. So, yes, it would have been yeah. because they were the only ones that lost. Let's do that then. So, but the Seahawks got the win at home. They asserted their dominance 
It was a good start for them as well. They got up to a 10 nothing lead in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So it was 10-3 by half-time for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson, all the platitudes have been going to him over, over the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did, they did have a really good game. He's had a great 227 get 227 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, and 31 rushing yards as well. He's Houdini. He's had. He's just had a fantastic year. Absolutely fantastic. So yeah. um, he's had a, a sort of MB, MVP caliber season, in, in my opinion, because um, you touched on their woes on their offensive line. Yep. Some of the plays he makes are just ridiculous. And they've got Dwayne Brown there now. You can see that helps him a lot. Yeah, it does definitely. He's able to stand in that pocket now. Yeah. And not have to worry about his blindside getting whacked. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree for sure. Um, Went still a good game. I know the interception, but 348 yards, 29 of 45. Touchdown passing. and interception. He uh, lost one of his two fumbles as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Uh, Aguilar had a, had himself a game. Jeffrey, obviously, the big news this week is him signing. Yes, the extension. Big so, contract. Yeah, big contract for him. Well deserved. He's had a. This must be a nice place to uh, get a contract now you've got Carson Wentz for it. Absolutely, I think that made all the difference. I think he was on, he was doing that contract year. Can I get an extension somewhere? I'll, I'll see what, how, how this pans out. And the fact that Wentz has been Wentz this so far this season, it's got to be the right fit. Absolutely, hasn't it? absolutely, it's made a difference. Yeah. So that's um, we talked about earlier the, with the Browns having Gordon and Joku being an attractive place for a quarterback to go to. Yep. Um, you know, as a receiver, having someone like Wentz throwing you the ball makes a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was um, that was a good good acquisition in my opinion. Jeffrey's played uh, he's played well for them, and he seems much more humble. He doesn't he doesn't seem to cause many issues. Doesn't uh, maybe that's just the, the situation in Chicago. Yeah, just kind of feeds that rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. And Chicago had a lot of problems with their coaching. Yep, a lot of uh, turmoil. You know, coaches didn't stay very long. Had Tressman and. Lovey Smith and yeah, yeah. You know. Whereas Doug Pederson seems to have a pretty uh, solid unit going on there. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, no, I like uh, I like what I'm seeing. And of course, the big stats went to Nelson Aguilar in the game: 141 yards and a touchdown for the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, he had a good game. <laughs> he did have a good game. Yeah, he had a good game. Yeah, it's a rare game for Nelson Aguilar. He's usually the third best uh, receiver on that mm-hmm. on that unit. But he outdid Doug Baldwin uh, for the Seahawks: 84 yards for Doug. But still, he comes up and gets those catches. He's brilliant. He's one of the safest hand, pair of hands in the in the league, I think, Baldwin. He's been um, he's been great for them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a good game. Shame the Eagles uh, Eagles lost, but I think it was just an experience thing. That's still a relatively young team or a team that's not had you know these big big games, and and the Seahawks just looked more seasoned they uh, did. as a unit. And I think that was uh, that was what shone through. I think yeah. that's still. That's not necessarily detrimental to the Eagles' season as a whole, um, you know. But they just need to learn from these from these losses against these teams that that are experienced later on in the season. You might as well lose them now. Absolutely, absolutely. Touchdowns for uh, Jimmy Graham, Tyler Lockett, and J.D. McKissick all helped the uh, the Seahawks. The, the Eagles have now failed to score at least twenty points for the first time in fifteen games. Mm-hmm. So that streak dated back to last season. The Eagles were the only team in the league to score at least 20 points in every game this season as well. Absolutely. So that's ridiculous. Um, and the Eagles had allowed just 18 points in the first quarter coming into the game over the whole season. That's crazy. But that was their first offensive touchdown allowed when uh, I think it was Jimmy Graham got the first one of the day. So yeah, that's just how good they are at the start of a game. Yeah, that's been great. It's been great. No, good game. Puts it in more perspective how good that, that win was for the Seahawks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good it's not point. often they're the underdog at home. No. But, um, no, I agree. 
Well done, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Keeping uh, keeping the Rams in check in the NFC West. So, that was Sunday night. Now we're into this week, King. Mm-hmm. Monday night. Yep. We're getting closer to where we are right now. Indeed. Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And it was a squeaker, but it was a 23-20 to win for the Steelers. Yep. Another last-second field goal win uh, off Chris Boswell's foot. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, 290 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton, 234 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. So, good game for AJ Green. 77 yards and two touchdowns for him. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, 101 yards and a touchdown. And Antonio Brown was questionable all week. He was, yeah. So He's for him questionable to, this week as well. Yeah, for him to step up and, and, and have that kind of performance was, was just you know, outrageous. There was one real bright spot, though, for you offensively. <laughs> Go on, then. Well, it was Le'Veon Bell, surely. Yeah. 182 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Always helps, doesn't Unstoppable. it? Unstoppable, he was. He was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Or people didn't want to stop him. You see, uh, was it um, Will Jackson yeah. decided not to push him out of bounds so he could score a touchdown? Yes, I did see I've that. I've never seen that before in my life. Never. Never. I watched Ray Lewis have an interview on Fox, and he said... I'm sure he loved that. He, was, he, was really not, he wasn't actually annoyed with the cornerback. He was annoyed with the linebacker. Okay. Just, just putting one arm on him. Yeah. And he was like, look, Le'Veon Bell's a big physical running back. I yeah. don't want my corner making that tackle. But you only have to touch him. Yeah. blow on him, he would have come out of bounds at that point. Yep. But the linebacker did absolutely nothing either. He took the wrong angle, hesitated, mm. and yeah, Ray Lewis was not happy with that. If you want to blame more than one Bengal for that, then I'm happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> I would blame the linebacker as well, for sure. Uh, yeah, they... Joe uh, Gio Bernard got 96 scrimmage yards mm-hmm. Joe Mixon 42 scrimmage yards so yep. they kind of held him down a little bit yep um, Pac-Man got an interception as well pretty mm-hmm. good pretty good uh, jump on the route yeah and then went out it was injured unfortunately for the Bengals yeah the real problem for the Bengals were the uh, penalties mm-hmm. as it usually is for them when they play the Steelers yep they had 13 penalties for 173 yards yep and easy to win a game if you're giving up 173 yards on penalties no I agree no I agree. Just a couple of quick stats then before we talk mm-hmm. about the big talking point of this game then. So first of all, this, this is now the Steelers' best start since 2004 to a season. Okay, yep. Which is pretty impressive considering some of the seasons we've had. Yeah, it is, yep. And the Bengals have dropped six straight matchups and nine out of ten games against the Steelers now. Uh, and Roethlisberger has now become the eighth quarterback in NFL history to reach 50,000 yards passing. Yep. Shall I ask you who the other quarterbacks are that have reached 50,000 yards passing? No. Go on. No, you go. Well, I know the answer. I've got them in front of me. Well, there you go. Read, read them out. I'm right. intrigued. You don't want to do it. Okay. Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, John Elway, and Eli Manning. There we go. Have all reached 50,000 yards passing. That's but, um, that's fantastic. So let's talk about the... There were two incidents then yeah. in this game, which mm-hmm. both led to ejections. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has a one-game ban. George Aloka had a one-game ban, which has been lifted. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm in the best position to talk about these two things, because... I actually haven't... Cons- no matter what I say, I'll be uh, accused of being slated and biased, which I am. I haven't seen the Aloka one, so I, well, I, I, I'm sure I have, because I watched the game. But it was I, the touchdown to Antonio Brown. Oh, yes, so of Brown course. So Brown caught it and then got Drilled. pancaked, yep. yeah, and still kept hold of it, but it was a helmet-to-helmet hit yep. by Aloka. Mm-hmm. No need for it. No. 
No, well, but that's here I, at the moment. At least that was over. That's like, a bang it, bang play. It was a bang so. bang play. I think maybe yeah, you can rescind that. I I don't think you should rescind it. It's a one game ban. Just take it. But they have rescinded it. Yeah, yeah. But I <laughs> I can understand why they have, but I wouldn't have done that personally. I yeah. don't I, I, if I was running the league. Um, the other ejection was deserved. I think. Yeah. Why is that? I think it was. <laughs> yeah, no reasoning behind it then. Just. Well, I just, I don't know. Have you seen the size of Juju Smith-Schuster compared to... You're making me do it now. Juju Smith-Schuster compared to uh, Vontez Burford. I have seen the size difference, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the hit I had an issue with. It was the taunting. Now, it only looks bad because they take still photos, which obviously last longer. Well, no, I've seen the video. He stands over him for a second, then gets off. Yeah, and then gets, like, shoved off, and it's half... It's like a half-ass push, like, from... uh, from perfect, it looked like he was concussed straight away. It looked like he'd been knocked out. So, do you know what I'm going to say though? What? Perfect shouldn't have been on the field in the first place. Oh my god! Should not have been on the field <laughs> in the stadium in the county to take that hit in the first place. That was it. I thought the man re- shouldn't be on the shouldn't be playing football. I thought it was a really good block. It was a great block. Mm. Sorry, but he's. he's it, you see the interview afterwards as well because they were talking to Juju and he's saying, oh, "I'm sorry, you know, I didn't." It was a bit of heat at the moment. I didn't mm. mean to taunt him or anything. It was just I just made a, a big hit. I don't do that a lot, and I felt good. So I thought I'd brag about and, it. And in the background, you got Antonio Brown going, "Karma, karma." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good block. I, it, do you know what? It's reminiscent of um, Larry. How can we say it's a good block and then say he's worthy of a one-game ban? It was the taunting. The taunting. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh. Oh. See, look, now oh, you are being hurt. Oh, now you are. His perfect feelings hurt. I don't oh. care about his feelings, man. But he. What about um, when he tried to kick Rosie Nix in the head the last game we played against them? Hmm? You know, this guy's got a history. Stop with perfect. We keep doing No, but it's relevant. It's not relevant. It could have been anyone. Relevant. It could have been anyone. It could have been it anyone. It had to be him. Yeah, it did. And you must have loved it. <laughs> yeah, I did. He deserves everything he gets. Oh, so, oh my God. It's like my tennis Bennett. Anyway, so he. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> We've got agendas. Broken record, man. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good block. It was reminiscent of Larry Fitzgerald's block on Sherman a couple of years ago. And Sherman mm. laughed about it. And went, oh, yeah. you, got, you got me there. And everyone thinks Sherman's a diva. And he just went, yeah, no, touche. You absolutely smash me. Yeah. So I've, we've seen blocks like that before that haven't been penalised. No. I just didn't like the taunting. But I get it from... <laughs> I get it from that, and also that's, it wasn't. That is not the same though as a Gronkowski. That you can't do that. No, I don't think it should have been. I shouldn't have game. been. It shouldn't have. It should have. That should have been a one game, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. if not, if at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing um, I will say as well that you need to factor in is the Shazier injury. I don't think helped the Steelers there. There was so much passion. Yeah. Um, you know, emotions were were sort of. This is more important fun. for me than the the suspension for Schuster for one game. It's more important than the game. Forget, yeah. Forget any of the games we've discussed yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. This is more important than that. Yeah, you can't understate just how good Ryan Shazier is. I don't care about football. I care about his health long term. I do too. I'm that's, saying that's. I I think that that this should overshadow whatever else we've discussed so far. We just want to see that guy healthy. Yes, because that was horrific, and his legs looked like like they were made of like play doh. They moved was... him back to Pittsburgh for. Uh, yes, I saw that. Switched yeah. hospitals, so he's still obviously. Nowhere near out of the woods. No, apparently he has got movement though in his yes. legs now, hasn't he? Which yeah, is... he's got feeling and uh, movement in his lower extremities. So that is obviously positive, and all we can do is hope. And uh... yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, he's out for the year, isn't he? And he's going oh, to yeah, decide yeah, on his future whether he ever plays again. 
we do hope that he plays again if, well, I mean, as long as he comes back fully healthy yeah 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 yeah. He's, um, what's that about everyone though spinal surgery didn't he this week yeah but it's going to be a long road you know I was oh it's when he grabbed his back I went oh no oh no and then when he turned over and his legs just flopped I was I yeah. was so worried yeah that would have been horrible so I'm glad that he's uh, he's he's sort of making somewhat of a recovery to this point and and obviously we we hope it that continues. Yeah. Yeah, but you won. So congrats <laughs> to the Steelers. <laughs> All right, well on that downer. Let's have a break what, then, what King. Let's a, come Here's a downer. It Someone is a downer, got horrifically injured. Yeah, I know, but how do I pick that up now for the break? Uh we'll just do what you were about to do before I cut you off. <laughs> let's have a quick break and let's come back and let's look at week 14, shall we then? Let's do it. Excellent. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This was the week 13 recap show. And we have recapped all the week 13 games. We have. That is what you look for in a recap show, and we've done it. So. We have. We were the last word, hopefully, <laughs> from any podcast before week uh, Sunday's <laughs> games, uh, because we're recording on a Saturday. Um, so we're going to look back quickly at the week 13 results for your picks, King. Yeah. Because you were up against Tonya this week. Yep. Uh, for your picks. How do you think you did? I have no idea, mate. No idea. Absolutely no idea. Okay. So, out of the 16 games, Tonya mm-hmm. picked seven correct. Okay. Okay. Which, and you picked 11. Boom. So, it wasn't close. Touch. Touch. I'm so, glad. The thing I like about Tonya is she swung for a fence. She absolutely did. On multiple occasions. Yeah. And it could have worked. Just, just missed didn't. every fence. <laughs> That's the problem. Hmm. No, that was... Uh, it was entertaining, though. I enjoyed yeah. going against Tonya because it was... Uh, there were so many differences. Yeah. So when we uh, we go against someone, especially someone we spend a lot of time with, like uh, like Punk, mm-hmm. where uh, what was there? One, two there was, no, there's one I think for the whole yeah for the whole uh, <laughs> yeah the whole week whole week yeah. So yeah, that was it. So well done, King. You uh, you came out of that one unscathed. Yeah. So this week we mm-hmm. have a new challenger. Okay. And this is a guy called Dave. Okay. It's not Denver Dave, all right? We okay. have more than one Dave that listens to the podcast. Yeah, for sure. So this Dave is a Seattle Seahawks fan. Okay. Don't know if that colours any of his decisions. I'm not sure. But he's stepped up to Challenger. So okay, yeah. Got in contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he wants to see if he can uh, beat you this week. Excellent. So we've we've already had Thursday's game. Yeah, and but we did do it fair, didn't we? Because you did. texted me before. Yeah, I had Dave's picks in before Thursday's game. So mm-hmm. he picked this before the result. Yep. And I asked you for your, your pick, and you gave me your pick as well. Yeah, people are going to know this is fair, because I got it wrong. Yeah, because you picked the Saints, <laughs> and actually Dave picked the Falcons. Oh, so he's Dave's won, no won up. up already. A lot of pressure now, then. Yeah, but should we talk about that game quickly, because there's no point talking about it next week. Um, it's going to be so old by then. Yeah, we can do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Falcons managed to get a win against the uh, hot, very hot Saints. The very hot. Very hot. I'm going to say red hot Saints. The gold hot Saints. Gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. Uh, now... Yeah. I, I think this is just down to Alvin Kamara. Uh, it's exactly what I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> He's the yeah. Jenga piece. You rudely cut me off to say exactly what I was going to say. So. <laughs> well, all right. No, I'm joking. I want to look a little bit intelligent. No, right. um, I, I completely agree. I think that was the difference. You look at that guy, he's, he's averaging 100 plus yards from scrimmage for the season. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, and he's a touchdown machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that was ultimately the difference there. Um, I think there's some glaring weaknesses with the Falcons, which is they can only throw the ball to... Julio Jones. Julio Jones. <laughs> Sanu's, Sanu's de- a decent receiver in the red zone and stuff, but yeah. the bulk of their yardage comes from Jones. 
and uh, and he made some plays not only on on offense but on defense as well. He stopped a a Stonewall touchdown with Lattimore pick six with that five seconds left in the second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Um, that obviously caused issue because they then got penalized on the field goal. Yeah, and uh, and then got pushed out of field goal range uh, based on that that foul. So that would have been a, a sort of three point swing in favor of the the Saints, which I think would have been. More, even more significant purely for the fact that that was an opportunity for the Falcons to get a last minute last second points on the board yeah and instead you'd have seen the, the points go the other way so I think that would have that would have really changed the momentum of the game so mm-hmm. I think that was a that was a key moment but yeah just Kamara I think was the main difference mm. and some good plays on defence as well so obviously for the Saints Marshall Latimer did manage to c- control Julio Jones to the largest he didn't get a touchdown in the game yeah and the other side, Adrian Claiborne just keeps wanting to get sacks nowadays. Claiborne, yeah, has had his best year. He was a first round pick for the Bucks, but he's um he's really sort of found his home in with the uh with the Falcons. He's had a brilliant yeah. season. That's yeah, that you're absolutely right. Thanks. <laughs> you are absolutely and Dion right. Jones coming up with the uh interception at the end as well. Yeah, that was um fantastic. Just just a, a incredible show of athleticism for for Dion Jones, who had a great year last year, was was hugely pivotal in their in their playoff run last year, and mm-hmm. and then has, has stepped up again. Um, how do you I, I, how do you lose a game when the court, the opposing quarterback throws three interceptions? Shouldn't I, happen, should it? Shouldn't really? happen, no. especially if you're the Saints. Yeah, I agree. Shouldn't happen. Now, there are those other weapons available, but mm-hmm. without Alvin Kamara, you've lost that X factor. Yeah, looks of it. yeah, I agree. I agree. So there's the Achilles heel. If you want to uh, take a punt on the Saints winning the Super Bowl. They need Kamara to be healthy. Yeah, I agree. Hope, well, fingers crossed he's available this weekend. Um, yeah. Well, next weekend. Next I mean, weekend, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we're already into the next weekend. But. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, he's massively influential. I think he's Rookie of the Year. So. Yeah. There I said it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue on that one. Mm-hmm. Or offensive Rookie of the Year, rather. Yeah. When do they do those uh, awards? Is that before the end of the season, or...? No, it'll be after the regular season. I think it's during the play- during the playoffs. Yeah, just before the um, just before the Super Bowl, they announce them. Yeah, so we'll have a chance to talk about that then, closer to the time. I See think the NFL awards list. are the day before the Super Bowl, actually. Mm, maybe I think they are. Seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Before the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's NBA, it's regular season, isn't it? The yeah. Award. It's yeah. A regular season award. Let's look at the other games then. Mm-hmm. So we already know you're down one. So let's see how you get on with the rest of these picks. Let's do this for tomorrow. First up, we've got the Indianapolis Colts, mm-hmm. who took a loss last week. Yep. They're going to the Buffalo Bills, yep. who took a loss last week. Okay. Who's winning that then? Colts at Bills. Colts at Bills. Oh, I, do you, um... Peterman's starting this, I think. Oh, my God. Colts, <laughs> then? <laughs> Bills at home. Bills at home. Bills yeah? at home, yeah. I'll go for the Bills. Oh, okay. Sean McCoy to run all over him. Dave's gone for the Bills as well. Okay, good. So even Peterman can't put him off going against the Colts. Then we've got the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. at Carolina Panthers. A big game. Big defensive game. Mm. I like that. Who's winning this one? I'm going to go with the Vikings. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So is Dave. Mm-hmm. I like the pass rush and I, I don't like Cam Newton against pass rush. You don't. Uh, let's then talk about Chicago. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Bengals. In Cincinnati, Bengals. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Dave's gone for the Bengals as well. Here we go. Here we go. Another week where you pick the same teams. Yeah, I need to pick another one. Yeah, you've already. Yeah, up. exactly. You can lose this up. before we even start. Yep. <laughs> then we've got the Green Bay Packers. Yep. going to the Cleveland Browns. Now, th- I think earlier in the year you said this might be one that you could potentially see a win. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Browns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're picking the Browns. Yep. At home against the Packers. Yep. I hope Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn up. Oh, God. Yeah, is he healthy? <laughs> no, he's not. Right, I think he's healthy. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I'd done that? Yeah. Browns. Yeah. A.A. <laughs> Ron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so Dave's gone for the Packers. Okay, that's so my, we go. That's my so, little swingy swing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we're back in the game. You, it's good, you're cool. We're back in business, yeah. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. At Houston Texans. Who's winning that? Garoppolo Texans. Texans are winning that. Going for a bit of Savage, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going for Savage. Okay. (laughs) So Dave's gone for the Texans as well. Okay. We've got an AFC West matchup. The Oakland Raiders are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. God, that's (laughs) a real tough game to pick. Two (laughs) underperforming teams. Yes. Um, Two disappointments in their Two disappointments. Yeah, I think that the... Oh my God, I have no idea... Chiefs at home. Chiefs at home. Chiefs at home. Chiefs. Okay, Dave's gone for the Chiefs as well. Okay. Detroit Lions. Yep. At Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, with God. potentially no Matt Stafford. Uh, Bucks. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dave's gone for the Lions. Okay. I don't know if he was thinking about Matt Stafford's injury. I don't or, know. I don't know. Just I don't hates know. the Bucks. I don't know. Okay, so based on my. My picks, I'm one up. <laughs> if the Browns win, you're one up. <laughs> I'm relying on the Browns. It's a sorry statement. Dallas Cowboys. Yep. They're like winning again at New York Giants, who like not having Ben McAdoo around. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cowboys will win that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's gone for the Cowboys as well. Yep. Yeah. Shrewd move not picking the Giants. I think so. Even with Spags as a coach? Yeah, okay. Uh,. Tennessee Titans yep at the Arizona Cardinals Ooh. first of the Sunday evening games I'm going to go with the Titans Titans away Titans away Titans away against Blaine Gabbert mm-hmm. who'd have thunk it New York Jets Is, has Dave gone for the Titans he's gone for the cards actually I forgot to see that he's gone for the cards <laughs> and they're like this is I'm just so used to picking the around. same team <laughs> yeah no uh, Dave's gone for the cards okay so we've got another switch up there. Okay, this is a few. We've got a few Tennessee, now. Tennessee, Arizona. Okay, it's getting more, more saucy. Mm-hmm. New York Jets. Yep. At Denver Broncos. Oh, Jets. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's gone for the Jets as okay. well. Okay, because I not, I wasn't actually sure. Can you I believe think... that we're, we're saying that? Like, it's just no, a foregone d- conclusion. I'm not... I, I, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, just purely because Denver is a really hard place to go. The altitude, everything else, the fans and stuff, but... Um, it, that that is a genuine home field advantage, but yeah, I just think the Jets are a better team. But also, it's not a home field advantage because Denver have been losing home games. Yeah, but it's, it sh- well, it should be a home field advantage. The altitude yeah, it alone, should be, but it's not. No, the altitude- not when you're that bad. No. <laughs> the altitude can't save you. No. <laughs> All right, yeah, you both gone for the Jets. So next up is the Redskins mm-hmm. at the Chargers. Oh, good game. Yeah, we are terrible against the run. Samajo Piran got held last game, didn't he? So yeah, but we are terrible against the run. Yeah, Chargers. 
<laughs> There's still a bit of love there. Charges. Okay. Dave's gone for the skins. Oh, no! That's what I think could go the other way, but my... <laughs> You've talked yourself into it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, charges. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this should be a good one, then. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Seahawks at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, good game. Good game. Russell Wilson, Blake Balls. I'm going to go the Jags. You're going to go for Blake Balls? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. just had a little thing. I was like, right, who's going against who? Who's going against who? Yeah. I think the Jags, as long as they can run the ball. If they can't, they're going to lose. So yeah. this is a real tough one for me to <laughs> They bet. need Fournette to I, be playing. Yeah, 100%. I, this could go the other way. This is uh, that's the toughest, so especially far. as Dave has gone for his Seahawks for a change. Well, good for him. Good for him. A fan has gone for his team. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it would have been cool if our teams were playing. That'd have been. Yeah. I'd have also gone for the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three games left. Yeah. First of all, it's the oh, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Another away game for them mm-hmm. at the LA Rams. Oh, game of the week. Well, it's the game of the week. I'm gonna go with. It's not the Sunday night game. The. What are you doing? Eagles. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles. They lost last week. Don't Rams care. Won. Going with the Eagles. Okay. Dave's gone for the Eagles as well. Okay. Oh, damn. That could have been a. That could have been a good one. <laughs> oh. That could have been a real good one to go opposing side. Yeah. Okay, so the Sunday night game. Yep. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens yep. at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Dave's gone Steelers as well. Okay. I both like your picks on that one. Good. <laughs> the only thing that worries me, and I know obviously we touched on his injuries, he is hugely influential in the middle for you, Shazier. Oh, we can talk about him now as a, in the football terms. No. We're not We've got to. other linebackers though. Yeah, I know. We'll you drafted about 9,000. We'll see more of James Harrison and uh, Vince Williams has been playing really well. So That's not a real person. He's almost not a real person. Learn your rosters. Vince, Vince Williams. Really well. I thought you said Vince Wims. I was like, that's Vince not a real Wims? person. No. Vince Williams is a real person. Yes. <laughs> Monday night. Yep. It's the New England Patriots. Yep. At the Miami Dolphins. Patriots. Are you sure? Yep. Are you sure? It's a Monday night game. <laughs> Patriots. AFC's matchup. Dolphins pa- just got 35 points. Patriots. Patriots are going to win. Yeah, so Dave thought that was <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this one's a tough one. This one is a tough one. You look, yeah, you're, gonna, you're moving about on the. On the oh, I'm getting like nervous. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Got my hands in my pockets. I'm nervous. Um, yeah. Dave's made some strong picks. I'm more nervous, I think, because I'm one nil down already. So <laughs> I, I know I have to make a real. I need games to fall in my favour for yeah. me to actually have a chance of winning. So. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dave, for putting your picks in. Yeah, and, pretty uh, much appreciate. Much appreciated. Yeah. As always, guys, if you're liking the podcast, make sure you're subscribing to it and telling all your friends to subscribe as well. I'm nodding, so yeah. On iTunes mm-hmm. and on uh, DoublePod if you use uh, Android. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can stream from SoundCloud or just go to our website, jimandtheking.com and find it all there. There you go. So that's it. That was the week 13 recap show. Sorry it's so late. Been uh, technical reasons why it's uh, had to wait until now. But we did get it out. We promised and it's done. So we're looking forward to tomorrow night and watching a load of games. And then talking about them, hopefully, in the middle of the next week. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, King? Are we all good? No. Excellent. So, until next week, I've been Jim. That's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah.